0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the channel. I am your host, Jeff Freeman, and the channel creator. And tonight, we have a very special night taking a look at Insiders Insights. And tonight, running uh, shotgun for me is my co-host, Shannon DeSalvo. We also have special guest, Mike Owen and the Buff Artist. Welcome. Thank you, guys, for coming. Thanks. So, Thanks. Yeah, so, you know, Thank this you. is uh, this is a rare opportunity that I have. You know, I, I got into this uh, becoming an insider, um, actually, Linda, one of our uh, the admin of our group, our Facebook group, uh, the Curse of Oak Island and beyond, um, she actually told me about the Insider Program and said, you need to check this out. And then I did. And of course, immediately I went out and became a member. Um, and during that time, I just found it was so somebody mentioned to me one day addicting and it truly is addicting. So to come out there and to watch the live streams and the different things, we'll talk about some of that going on tonight. But I thought, what an interesting thing would be to have some of the insiders come on and talk about what it's like to be an insider and how you got started. And I know on the last show, we had Shannon and I, and we we had a great time. I think we did anyway. At least I had a good time. I, I did too. It was yeah. a lot of fun. And, you know, and the thing of it was to look and see all the different people that were insiders showing up and watching with us. And I'm looking over at the the screen right now, and I see quite a few of them, some of the same names. I go, oh, Richard Cornwell's there. Richard, we got to get him on the show, too. He and I kind of have talked about that a little bit. Um, But so, you know, this was an opportunity for people to be able to uh, see uh, a few people that they've talked to, like Mike and the Buff Artist and you, Shannon. Um and also with me and and to try to get a little bit of uh, insight for those who have not yet become a member, maybe interested in it, thinking about it, don't know anything about it, to see what it's all about. and that's why I thought it'd be great to have you guys on. So again, I thank you very much for coming on the show tonight. Um, one of the things that uh, I find so interesting is the interaction that we get, um, but it's also you know, a little bit of an interest. I'd like to go around the table here a little bit and get to know a little bit more about you guys, if we could. And so some of the people out watching can also do the same. And we can start the buff artists. We can start with you if you don't mind. Yeah, but, sure. <laughs> tell us a little bit about the buff artists. Tell us about you and and uh, what, what brings you to the uh, Skinwalker Ranch website.
1: So I am... Um... I mainly came because I really enjoyed learning about the ranch um, years ago. But uh, so a little bit of background about me. Um, so I originally was a museum professional. Um, I did a lot of curatorial projects, uh, research projects. And so for, I guess from that aspect, I really like the cultural part of the ranch about like the tribes and how they interact with the um, you know, their stories and everything, and then also um, the petroglyphs, because that kind of goes into, like, the realm of art history and, you know, um, antiquated art and things like that, Um, but then I decided to make a little bit of a career change, and I became a certified personal trainer, so I pretty much do that full-time. I am also an artist, and uh, I'm in the process of making a community art center for um, other artists in the area.
0: Wow,
1: that's fantastic! And yeah, I've got like a little bit right here because I'm using my studio as my studio space as like a little setup area. Mm-hmm. But um, this is like what I'm currently working on.
0: Oh wow, They're that's
1: fantastic! Leaf mosaics.
0: I'm sorry, say I cut you off. What was it called again?
1: It's um so it, the monstera leaf plants. So I make like a lot of mosaics and stuff, and so this is just one of them that I make, mission wow. uh, for someone. Um, And then in addition to that, uh, I'm also an aspiring bodybuilder. Um, I am prepping for my first show pretty soon.
0: Wow. Bodybuilder. That's nice.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then me and Mike do jujitsu.
0: Wow. That's awesome.
1: Three years. Yeah. I haven't been doing it that long, but, but I like it a lot.
2: Yeah. We got to roll sometime
1: yeah <laughs> skinwalker, bring a mat bring mats to skinwalker ranch yes
2: perfect
3: <laughs> i'll cheer you guys on from the sidelines yeah. there you I, go
0: yeah i exactly. don't i will too. we'll
1: get a crossfit area and then we'll have like a little uh rolling area
0: there you go now i was in the i was in krav maga and I got, I got i did that for a couple of years uh and i watched the guys would come in and and they would be on the mats and they'd be working on the mat and i thought Wow, that just looks so hard.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that really does. I like Krav I think Krav Maga was really a lot yeah. of fun and, and very mm-hmm. good workout. I mean, it really oh, yeah. was kicking my butt. But uh yeah, a lot of fun. So let's jump over to Mike. Mike, what uh tell us a little bit of Mike a little bit about Mike Owen.
2: Sure. Um, so I was uh I was identified early in life as being an engineer. Wow. And anybody that's an engineer or knows an engineer knows what I'm talking about. Um, taking stuff apart, putting it back together, just seeing how it works, that type of stuff. So from, uh, from that side of things, science, scientific process, um, you know, all of that, uh, was, was just ingrained in me. Mm -hmm. Um, and Skinwalker, you know, we talked about this in chat at one point. I, I honestly don't know when I became aware of Skinwalker Ranch. I know when the, I became aware of the show, obviously, as a tag on to uh, Oak Island, um, the promotions for that. And so I started watching Mm -hmm. the show, but I'd already known about Skinwalker. I just don't remember when um, I became aware of it. It's just kind of always been talked about. And I've always been interested in, in um, things like UAPs and, and, you Mm -hmm. know, a wide range of things, very open to, to possibilities. And, you know, even anybody that, that deals with science understands that there are certain things we don't, quite understand yet or aren't explained very well yet. Mm-hmm. I think um, Dr. Taylor does a good job of of kind of hammering that home. So mm-hmm. we got to look at the oddball stuff. And Skinwalker Ranch has got a lot of oddball stuff, <laughs> that's for sure.
0: <laughs> yes, it's certainly So, will.
1: you yeah.
2: know, uh, last summer we went to Dinosaur National uh, Monument and we camped in Vernal. And uh-huh. we knew how close we were to Skinwalker Ranch. And my wife and I are big fans have been since the show started, desperately wanted to go down and drive down that road but (laughs) I you know discretion is the better part of valor so decided not to do that Um, but but definitely felt the need or the desire to be more connected with the ranch for some reason and and then on May 31st I saw Brandon's tweet uh, Brandon Fugel's tweet about the program I'm like oh perfect so when I joined I you know, joined expecting to see what it kind of said, which was live pictures of Skinwalker Ranch, uh-huh. which was phenomenal in and of itself. I mean, everybody that watches the the feed begins to understand pretty quickly it's hypnotic. It's hard to get away from it. You just sit there staring at it. And it's I mean, it, for one, Utah is gorgeous. Um, we've been to Brian Head and, and Vernal. And, you know, the, the the change of scenery there is just dramatic. Um so and, and Skinwalker in particular, just that 500 some acres has a huge variety of, of what you can see. So um, then to see the interaction in chat and very quickly see Eric as Skinwalker Ranch in the yellow yep. and realizing that's who that was. I'm like, oh, my God, this is, this is <laughs> actually Eric. we're talking to Eric. Yeah. And so kind of geeked that. out a little bit. Uh, so. So, yeah. So. Um, just, just the mystery, the, the not knowing same thing kind of with Oak Island too. It's, it's really about the mystery and figuring out what's going on. Um, there's a lot more science involved, I think with Skinwalker, um, and, and the types of things that they're doing and the experiments that they're doing. Um, and you, you also, I mean, I, I'm still learning about the show, how the show works and that versus what, um, you know, what is really going on on a day-to-day basis, you know, they talk about, we only see 1% of all the film that's, yeah. that's uh, been yeah. captured. Yep. So, so you, it takes a while to calibrate to the fact that what you see in the show really represents very little of what goes on day-to-day. And so you start to see the day-to-day stuff. Um, and that that just has been, to me, fantastic. I, I, I We've had more access to that entire team, yep. Skinwalker team, than, you know, any of the the uh, the shows that you can go to um, and pay and get to ask questions and things. So uh, from that standpoint, the Insider program has been phenomenal in my book, just yeah. just getting to interact with those folks.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%. And I remember saying that, you know, when, when Shannon and I were on just a couple of weeks ago or a week and a half ago, the same thing is that, you know, I've had other paid memberships to different sites and different things like that. I have never had one. That was more fulfilling than this one it really has been and that's i know this is going to sound a little bit like a a long commercial but honestly it has been just phenomenal and like you said and so many people are saying in here we have a lot of the insiders are actually joining us here tonight quite a few people here tonight and i really appreciate you guys coming because this is the part about my show that i love the most is interacting not only with my guests but with the chat and the people that are, are bringing up comments and things, and we got a lot of them, they're going to start streaming by really quickly like they do on the chat. But, Mike, you were so right. And 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 Buff Artist, you are, too, is that it is addicting and it is something that it gives you a, a sense of, of purpose because you are helping the investigation. And that's something that Eric has said to us.
1: And you also get to see a lot of their personality. Yes. Um, one thing is like, you know, you see it on the show and then you know, if you're like on Reddit or anything, you see like different like criticisms of the show and most of it is to do with like how little you see of the filming, but um one thing that has really stuck out to me is how genuinely nice and right, yeah. Um the team are. Uh, you know, I I don't have any interaction with uh, Brandon because I I don't think I've ever seen him on the chat, but like with the team, like Eric, uh, Travis, um, Caleb, Thomas, like all the guys, like they're super genuinely nice. And they're really down to earth. And you really get the sense that they are, they have like the best interest of us as like observers, Mm -hmm. you know, like patrons of their uh, website, Um, you know, with the insider group and then also um, for the research that's going on there. Like you can definitely tell that they're seriously invested in it. And I I think it's really refreshing to see that. No, it's not just like a show that the History Channel is doing for views. Like they're actually legitimately working on something. Yep.
0: Yeah, that's a neat thing. Go ahead, Shannon.
3: I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, I think what's really interesting is the fact that they've made it really clear to us that the show is such a very small part of what they're doing there, because it is something that I consistently hear or see is uh, being like, Oh, well, why don't they show this? And why don't they show that? And it's like, that has nothing to do with the team. Like those are, those are the editors and the producers yeah. and the history channel, which is wonderful, but they're making a show. Right. It's not like exactly accurate to what's happening. And you can tell there's so much more that we don't, even know about because of all the things they can't answer because they make sure that they can go as close to answering everything that they possibly can <laughs> yeah. yes I know without answering it um but they're also very funny and so kind and generous with their time I'm it's really shocking to have them spend like Eric getting on the other night and spending like two and a half hours just like talking like literally talking because he had the camera on him. And it was, he was just like interacting with people and just re- so generous with their time and they sharing worked, yeah. all of it.
2: I think, I think that was probably one of the things I was most surprised at is, you know, you, you see the show and when that was your only information, mm-hmm. you kind of assumed that Eric had a staff and right. Thomas had a staff and, you know, they had a crew, yeah. but you, you get in there and it's just those guys yeah. and, and they're working nonstop. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, folks, you see Thomas out in the middle of the night, you know, changing irrigation. Yep. Eric, of course, never sleeps. No. So, I mean, it's just, it it's amazing. And I, I understand, you know, the 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 risk involved and liability and the issues that have happened there. Um, they do try to keep it down to a minimum to keep everybody, everybody safe. Right. Um, but it's really just them. And they're working yeah. nonstop all the time year round. Yeah. The show mm-hmm. just shows... A few weeks of the year, and then only a few moments of those weeks.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's so true. And you know, like you. It's funny you mentioned about Eric. You know how the fact that he rarely ever sleeps. I mean, the man is just constantly working all the time. I think he just grabs I, little naps now and then on a cot in the back. You um, know, I I want
2: to believe. I want to believe that Eric Bard sleeps. <laughs> I have not seen any evidence of that yet at all.
0: He might be. Where, else,
2: where else on the planet? do you have a better chance of getting a picture of a UAP than you do of Eric Bard sleeping? <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> the but guy is not I, proof, like his little sleeps. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, That's so true. It, it's, it is. So, you know, like you said, and all of you have mentioned that and I know the folks that, and I'll, and I'll do my best. I, I'm really trying to watch some of the chat here, folks, and I'm going to, I'll bring it up and I and acknowledge you and the things you're saying as best I can. And Shannon's, Going to be helping me with that too because that's really part of what we love to do. Um, but it is so interesting to see how they do interact with them and the QA's. a's yeah. you know, we've had a QA, just like they try to do it like once a week at least, have a QA with us, and they have one going on tonight. There's gonna to be one tonight, and and I was I was reaching out to member services, they have the, the member support. And I was, you know, saying to them, hey, you know, let's try to make sure I don't want to coincide or, you know, overlap with what they're with the Q&A because we want to watch the q and I, I, you know, yes, I want to do my show and I love having you guys on and talk about it, but I want to go watch the Q&A tonight. But the Q&A is live and there they are sitting in the table in the command center they're on the table that they all watch the screens with with Brandon and everything and Dragon and the whole gang. They'll come in and they'll sit down there and get out the chips and salsa. And there we are listening and they're watching and they're answering our questions as best they can, uh, as they're flying by on the chat. Um, but they're interacting with us and they're telling us, you know, about the things that they're doing as much, like Shannon said, as much as they can and Mm -hmm. until it starts to infringe upon, uh, what they're doing and what they're filming. Another thing with that too, is that, um, anything that's happened on previous seasons, they have to be very careful because if it hasn't aired, They don't know if it might still air at some point. So they can't really, if it's aired, they can talk about it. No problem at all. But if it hasn't under their NDAs, they can't uh, technically speak of it too much. They come very close. Like you said, they come very close sometimes to doing that. But uh, the Q&A tonight is going to be fabulous. I can't wait to... uh, to go back and watch some of that there there's never support, support. Never
1: support.
3: <laughs> so they still haven't heard from the team yet <laughs> oh no <laughs> awesome. about tonight
0: because oh, they're, no. well,
3: they're working because they're busy okay. scientists doing work so it might be tomorrow
0: all right or well, I'm, the gonna next up, day. I'm gonna bring up the feed over here and watch and if it goes to that we're all leaving sorry folks we'll have to <laughs> go <Bye>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, so one of the things that I I I love about the uh, the group and being an insider is that it is such a uh, the diversity of the members. We have members that come from every background, every you know, and and I'm really curious in that, you know, what brings folks to the table, what interests you, and what brings you to watching the show and being an insider. And and I'd like to start, you know, Shannon, you know, let's start with you. I know you probably mentioned this last time, but what, what, you know, for me, it's all of them. But what do you think? What do you, what is what draws you to the show? Um, you know, uh, yeah, go ahead.
3: So... I tend to go down rabbit holes when I'm like interested in things. Like I just like head first down a rabbit hole. And when my aunt passed away a few years ago, I inherited this big trunk that was my grandfather's and I never met my grandfather, but I learned a bunch about him when I got the trunk. And I found out that he uh, was out at white sands during like the beginning, like when NASA was first there. And so I got really interested in just that kind of area and all of that stuff having to do with sort of like just the mystic because he worked like sort of mysteriously at White Sands and so upon doing that I the rabbit hole took me down further and I discovered like oh it's not that far from what is this place can walk a ranch Mm -hmm. and so after googling and reading all about the ranch itself I discovered the show because I wasn't I wasn't actually like I didn't watch Necessarily like the History Channel or any shows like that, um, and then it immediately pulled me in because my brain was like, "Well, why, why did this happen to this person and not to this person, and what could this be?" and blah blah blah. And then I was just hooked. And I remember very distinctly being like, "Man, I so desperately wish that there was a way to be involved with something like this." Um, and so I, I mean, is soon as i was introduced to eskimo ranch i immediately became like a super <laughs> i don't want to say super fan because i feel like it's more than that at this point i feel like with yeah. the insiders it's really unique where it doesn't feel like we're fans anymore necessarily like we are but mm-hmm. like we're involved right and that feels much more official than a fan so i'm gonna say not fans anymore right. <laughs> You're an insider. we're insiders, you're a, yeah, you're we're an insider. insiders. That's part totally. of the collective. Yeah, yeah we're <laughs> part of the collective, the communist collect- collective.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Where did that start, anyway? Where did the collective get started? Eric. Oh, it
1: was Eric. Yeah, it was whenever we summoned the Eric yeah we unlocked unlocked eric's summoning skills yes
0: (laughs) that's hilarious so buff artist tell us a little bit about what what brought you to all of this what what interests you about skinwalker ranch the show and and all of that
1: so i had heard of skinwalker ranch as a kid um i had always not i'd always kind of been interested in like you know things like ufos and like different types of spirituality and things like that um And, you know, from my own experiences that I've had, um, especially now I can look back and be like, oh, that was very similar to things that have been reported on the ranch. And then especially like from what other people have said, you know, about the ranch, you've kind of been on it, been on and off of it. Like their stories really resonated with me. Um, but I first heard of the ranch, like, I can't remember when exactly it was, but it was, it was like years ago. And then, um you know, like one day I was like, I think it was like Halloween or something. And I was like, look at spooky stories. And then, um, I got like, you know, uh, George Knapp's books, like, for the yep. Yep. um, things like that. And then, um, and then in around like 2017 or 18, there's like a local researcher over there that has a podcast, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if like some of some people have mentioned it on chat, but he he is the owner of Space Wolf Research. Um, I've I've kind of like talked to him a little bit because like he was he was for a while offering trips to or like you could like camp out to the his like where he owns a property that's like right next to it. Uh And I'm like, oh, that would be so cool. But then um, in I think it was like 2018, they stopped offering um the camping opportunities and so you could so I was like oh, okay well and then uh, you know the show came out um what was it i think like 2020
0: um uh, it's three it's they're filming season four right now so yeah it'd have been three years ago
1: yeah
3: yeah yeah which feels like, like one long year yeah
1: <laughs> so the came out and I was like, oh, that's cool. So I remember watching it on Hulu and I was like, this is super cool. So it kind of like my, like after the 2018 thing happened, like my interest kind of waned a little bit. Um, But then whenever the show came out, my interest like spiked again. And so then I was like, oh wow. And then I was like, well, there's probably never going to be like a way for me to like, you know, be able to get closer, like interact with it or or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then like the insider thing started and I was like, I'm to that <laughs> and so it's just been like a really good experience to be not just like a fan or like someone who's just like speculating from like far away. Mm-hmm. But um mm-hmm. it feels like you're well, I mean we are a part of it, but um yep. it's cool to be part of the research as well. Um like I have a pretty nice art history background, so my my expertise would probably lie in like things like helping out with the petroglyphs or helping out yes. with like the yep. anthropological stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm interested in the technology. I think that's interesting. Like I feel like if I had like a crash course on it, I would be able to better help. Um, and that's something that I would be into helping. Like I thought about getting like a flight reader thing set up. Mm-hmm. I usually have my, uh, I have the feed going on the laptop and then I'll have like other things going in the background, but, um, that's the insider group has been like a really good opportunity to kind of see like m- my interest in that kind of come to fruition. And so it's mm-hmm. been really, a really amazing experience.
0: Yeah. Truly. Mike, what about you? I mean, you mentioned already you're an engineer. So you and Eric Bard probably are like, you know, buddies no, in no. this whole thing.
2: No, 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 no. Eric Bard <laughs> is way, way, way above my level. Don't even put me in the same category. I'm not in the same room as that guy. Um, what so you know that it's interesting because part of me it's it's this the 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 mystery and the science and trying to figure something out, but What draws me there? You know, one of my favorite movies of all time is Close Encounters of the Third Kind.
0: Yes. And
2: Richard dreyfus they're in Mm -hmm. the helicopter. None of them knows why they're there. They just were drawn there, right? That's kind of how I feel. Um, I'm not exactly sure that, that I can put my finger on it, but I feel drawn to the mystery of Skinwalker Ranch. Yep. And, and this has been a phenomenal way to learn so much more than, than the show is ever able to show in the short amount of time um, that they have filming. So um, for me, that that was really um, the chance to to learn more about what happened when the cameras either weren't filming or the cameras were off um, or other times things happened. That, again, that interaction of the team in chat and in the Q&As of the the chips and salsa stuff that, that extra information has really um, piqued my interest and gotten me to, you know, be even more interested. And, you know, you touched on diversity there. I just want to bring up the fact that don't ever underestimate what it is you're here and, and what it is you can help with. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I came into it, of course, with a science background, assuming that was going to be the thing that, that I would be able to help with. But as it turns out, the one thing that I, the last thing I would have thought was the fact that I live in the country. I live in rural Eastern Iowa and I hear coyotes every night. I hear raccoons on a very frequent basis. I've got two horses, two dogs, three cats, uh, 10 chickens. My daughter has two toads. I I mean, we have a lot of animals. So, you know, the, and, and obviously, Skinwalker, if you know where it's located, is pretty rural. And yeah. so we've got, I don't have cattle, but I'm surrounded by cattle um, on, on at least two sides. So I hear sounds that cows make all the time um, and, you know, trying to answer questions. I mean, just, just odd things like Jake breaks on a semi. Yeah, you can hear them in the morning, you can hear them way off in the distance, the roads, at least a mile from where the microphone (laughs) is in HS2. And you hear that, that sound that it's, it's very distinctive. But if you don't, I mean, in cities, they're, they're usually banned, the semis can't use those, uh, because they're very loud. Yeah, um, and you know it's just it's just odd stuff like that. I'm like, well, those are Jake breaks. Don't you guys know what a shake break is? <laughs> no, we live in the city, or we live yeah. in you know England, or and you know it's just folks from all over the world. So you got to kind of take that into account. And you know that's so I didn't think that that was going to be important coming into this, but I've got that experience and some of that knowledge that you know if if, if I can try and help answer stuff, I, I'll try and do so.
3: Right. You're also sorry. I was just gonna say he's also emotional support for the spreadsheet. Like he, <laughs> yes, yes. Like let's not not point that out. Like you've been <laughs> me like crying into my emails. <laughs> so
0: I feel the like she has right a life here. of its own. That's you you brought sure. it up. You brought it up, Shane, in the spreadsheet. So All you right. know, oh. as and in, in let me just preface it in just a moment by saying the fact that. Folks, we've talked a little bit about uh, watching the live feed. And sometimes we get four screens. Sometimes we only get, uh, and I'll show this really quick so you guys can see this. This is from the uh, the, the, the site. Uh, and basically, you click on this right here. Sometimes we get this, where we get four screens. Sometimes there's the fifth one, which is eight, uh, Homestead 2, and down there in the right-hand corner. So we get to watch this, and here... Many times the sound is on, like Mike was just talking about. You get to hear this as well. Now, if any of, and this is where Eric says he loves us because we are all helping him with this research and with watching. He can't watch all these all the time. The man is so busy. So we're doing it for him. And we have documented, I have documented, myself documented, a what I think is a UFO. And you get a chance to log it. And with that, I'm going to let Shannon tell us a little bit about the spreadsheet.
3: Well, I want to make sure because I think I cut the buff artist off. Is oh, you okay. to say Something else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to add on to what Mike was saying about sounds. Hmm. Like, uh, so where I live in Florida, it's like in the middle of. It's actually right by a reservation that the Air Force owns. And some crazy stuff have happened there, but, um, it's like right in the middle of like two air force bases, a Navy base, an army thing, and then a special forces area. And so like, for like sound wise, um, I kind of wish there like the stream around the homestead too, was like muted a little bit. Cause uh, it would help us hear like plane sounds, but like, was, like constantly military drills, like going on around where I live. Um so like I'm constantly hearing all sorts of like different planes um and like transport planes and things like that. Um and so like it goes back to like the the weird background things that we wouldn't have expected to be useful but are oddly useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we can log
3: those on the spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, natural segue back oh, into the perfect. That was
0: perfect. You are natural at this.
3: All roads lead there, the spreadsheet. Yep. <laughs> the spreadsheet
0: or the SS as it's called. The yep. SS. Yes,
3: that's because we fear speaking its full name. Yeah, yep. um, what did you want me to tell you about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, it's like when I was, uh, you know, and, and just to tag on to what um, the buff artist was just saying was that the, sometimes when I'm watching, you know, I, I have a day job, right? So I'm, I'm and I'm on, I got. The, Uh, I got uh, the feed for Skinwalker Ranch up in the background and then I've got the screen switched over. I can hear it, but I can't see it because I'm working and I'll be working on my own spreadsheet or something kind of, you know, putting orders in or something. And I'm I'm typing away and I can, you know, and then all of a sudden I'm hearing an airplane or something and I'm like, and I'm looking at it. Why am I hearing it? And then I realize, oh, it's because I got the feed running over here on the other side and that's an airplane flying over. But we get to log things. Mm-hmm. Um, if we get, if we see something and, and I don't know how many people have, I know John has just mentioned, he, he's been able to spot something. I spotted something and I was able to go back and, and, and you can back up the video a little bit and look at it again. And then you tell the others, Hey, check this out at timestamp at 1905 you know, 19 hours, five minutes, 32 seconds or whatever, back it up. And you guys tell me what you think. What is this? And right. we
3: get it. And that's, uh, you know, when it was first, like there was not many of us in the chat room at the time when it was like, we just wanted to figure out a way that we could share uh-huh. what we were seeing with one another, but in a place that um, wasn't online somewhere else, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yep. And so th- the point of the spreadsheet at the beginning and still is, is to just have a place to be able to like, oh, I'm going to upload this and you can take a look at it uh, just in case you weren't here yesterday or when the clip has expired or what have you. And then it became a place where we've just, um, yes, we were, (laughs) then it just became this where people are like, oh, let's add a tab for this and a tab for that and a tab for this. And we're like, great, that's wonderful. And now we've got like I had to do an update on it after I think like three weeks or so. And that actually caused the spreadsheet to become multiple spreadsheets that just kind of linked out. And that's where Mike was my support system because I was <laughs> sending it to him to do <laughs> trial runs. <laughs> and I'm like, does this work? Does that look okay? Yep. Um, But I mean, it works in conjunct, like, obviously I know that there's, people are still emailing it in to Eric um, to the email address and all of that stuff, which is great. Um, I never, my wildest dreams thought when we created it that I was going to hear that Travis was like in there answering questions
2: uh-huh. yeah,
3: or like when they were on the chips and salsa they're like, yeah, I fell asleep in the spreadsheet. I'm butchering his <laughs> accent, but you know what I'm <laughs> I could try, but I don't want to be offensive. Um, like that's insane to me that's one it's wonderful and it's a good place for people to i think again share what they're seeing um i've heard from a few people that like if they didn't have a place to review other people's things like if it was just going to email or into a void um that it it keeps it interesting like constantly mm-hmm. interesting for people because the, if you are gone for a day or whatever they're able to go in and be like, oh, what was seen today? And now we're trying to compile like things that we know are not anomalies because we're all sort of learning together Uh where like... Oh, that's a that's a camera glare that we're used to seeing, or most yes. recently a screw in the sky. The screw, head. <laughs> the oh, screw yeah. head in the sky. There's a screw head that's appearing like in the dome of the camera, and every day people okay. are like, "What's that X in the sky?" Ah, <laughs> the Skinwalker screw. The skinwalker.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we can log that now, yeah. which is probably going to be on my headstone one day. Uh, <laughs> we okay. <can> log
0: that.
1: <laughs> spreadsheet yeah (laughs)
0: Yeah. it really is that's that's the neat thing about it and and you know uh as as eric you know was saying too is that you know we get an opportunity to help him with his research Um, he is actually he actually mentioned you know there's a a time when maybe they can actually have a um, uh, get help from some of the insiders as i mentioned before the diversity of this group we have people Mm -hmm. that are good at lots of different things and Eric has even mentioned that it's a good possibility that he would like to be able to um, get help from some of the folks. So not only do you get to actually sit and watch and then report on things that you've seen, and they will go and check that out if it you know turns out to be something really cool, um, they will check it out and, and and work on that as well. But also there are aspects where we may in the future be able to help with some of the, Well, we know that Eric is a, is a, he's a, he's an instrumentation guy. He's a, he works with it. He loves to get into the technical side of it. And if you have a technical background at some point, you may be able to help with that. You know, it's, that's the really cool thing and the Q and A's and there's so much going on. It's just, it's really, uh, it's really, I guess for me. And, you know, I went around the room and was talking to everybody. And I know we got the, like the people, some of the people here for the technical side, the science side, the culture side, dealing with the Utes and the Navajo tribes, the petroglyphs and all of those and the pictographs and all those types of things, which interest me. For me in the metaphysical, for me, it's a little bit of all those things. Um, Do I want to be watching one of the cameras sometime and see... You know, uh, in, when I'm looking at the outside of homesteads too, and see some kind of anomaly walking along, yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> also, you know, I'll be a little fearful for the guys. Hey, you might want to be. You know, there's something walking around us. <laughs> but I guess for me, all of those things interest me. All of it does, and uh, that's that's part of why I like to be there. Because yes, I like to watch the screens. I like to see what's happening, and I did get to, like I said before, get to capture. Uh, what I think is a UFO, I don't know, um, but it really seemed like it. And I was actually, you know, being able and when I log in, uh, sometimes I'll log in and say, Hey, everybody, what did I miss? Well, come on, dummy, go look at the spreadsheet because the spreadsheet will show you what you dismissed over the last few hours that everybody's talking about. But that's nice too. But it's also being able to collaborate, corroborate with everybody else to get out there and talk with everybody, and we become a community, yeah, and, that's and it's, you know, it's really I fun. Think-
2: I think the other thing that the spreadsheet allows, too, is, you know, um, Junior Hicks was all about just reporting yep. the information. Mm-hmm. Yep. We don't necessarily have to decide what it is. We're observers. Exactly. We need to report what we've seen and let the boots on the ground, boot walker, um, Eric, or one of those folks verify what it actually is. Because it is really, really hard to be able to tell uh, given the limitations of the cameras, and I've, I've learned a lot about that um, in in my time in in the uh, Insider program, is that sometimes there's limitations of the cameras. So honestly, it's better to go ahead and log it mm-hmm. and not need it. Whoa, You lost
3: her. Are you okay?
2: Is there an earthquake? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the little so I'm using like a piece of wood as my tripod
0: <laughs> <She's high laughs> tech over there that's,
1: all a... chat. <laughs>
2: that's awesome
1: all the technical issues um I
3: want to say really quick to the it was posted a few moments ago about the video tutorial I did one I did a video tutorial on how to Ooh. get into the spreadsheet and how to um access it and all of that stuff. It's posted within Facebook, but it's also posted like if you're on, I can link it into the the chat, but it's also when you're like on the website itself, when you've got yourself logged in below the chat and you see the actual spreadsheet, I put it on the front so someone can just like literally click on it and without having to mess with anything else and get confused awesome. so that it's just like a really clean clear way to get people started right yeah and and uh, something,
0: <laughs> that's something i wanted to mention too for those folks that are new or those folks that don't like to you know me i'm i'm pretty social i mean i i i can talk to anybody yeah. uh and so when i logged in for the first time right away i was you know typing and talking to people i wanted to mention too because i have heard this come back from a little a few people saying things like Oh, it seems like a click up there, and I wasn't—you know—nobody saw what I said, and nobody responded to what I said or whatever. So I, I you know, I just—I had to leave because I just didn't feel welcome. You know what, folks? I'm sorry if that happens to. You. It's happened to me. I've typed things in there that I thought were pretty interesting, nobody responded.
1: That's it's happened probably, to me. Yeah. it happens
3: to me all the time. Yeah, right.
1: And it just <laughs> matters
3: <laughs> like that nobody saw. Yeah. Like
1: sometimes the chat just goes by so fast that, yes. like, it's really hard to catch yeah. things especially like whenever people are already excited about like something going on
3: also like if you don't know when you're first coming in because i definitely didn't that there's a difference between live chat and top chat so like if you don't click live chat you're not everything is showing up to you so it's also very possible that people don't realize that things are even being said it makes me sad to if somebody comes in I'm always lurking, like always. So yeah, if somebody comes too. in, I really try to make a point. If someone says that they're new to, to try to make them. Feel, every, I mean, everybody does. Yeah. But
2: yeah, there, there can there can be multiple conversations going on at the same time, uh-huh. and uh-huh. if you jump in in the middle of that and don't recognize that <laughs> that there's other stuff going on uh, in the chat at the time. Um, they may not be able to get to it at that moment because they're deep in conversation about something. Um, right. You know, just just hang in there. Um, it happens to all of us. Um, and uh, you know, we like I said, we we need everybody. We need everybody's eyes. We need everybody's yep. input and background to try and help catch things and see things. Yeah,
0: exactly right. And so I wanted to say that for sure. Make sure we brought that up tonight because please don't ever feel excluded. Don't ever feel that your that your comments are not uh, worthy um, because, because they are. There's questions. no dumb questions. questions. Yes. Yeah.
2: Ask a no. question because any question you're asking, trust me, we've all had the same question at one point or another. Yep. Some and, of us got the, the, the question answered by Eric at, at some time <laughs> early on. Yeah. You know, yep. back back in, in June when he was on all the time, um, you know, some people have seen him on quite a bit the past couple weekends. Imagine him being on like that all day long for, for weeks. That's how it was back in June before they were prepping for filming. Right. So, so, you know, there's some of us that have been on a long time have gotten some really good information from him, some good background, you know, it, whether it's information on the cameras, you know, the glass domes, just knowing that there's a glass dome that protects the, the PTZ pan tilt zoom cameras and that bird poop gets on it. Right. And it's not, it's not a UFO, it's bird poop. So mm-hmm. just, just relax. So ask a question. Just ask, and and we'll try and answer as best we can. Sometimes we know it. Sometimes we don't. We can speculate, but, but we'll try and work through it with you.
1: And, and we're all, also...
2: Tr- sorry, go
3: ahead. I'll, I'm not going to cut you off.
1: And, go for it. <laughs> and honestly, like, it, like, one thing I've noticed is that if you have a question, there's probably going to be, like, anywhere from three to five people who also have that question. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, someone's asked it in the past. And, like, as new people come in, you know, it's just going to be, like... You know, everybody's going to have those questions. And maybe we need to make, like, a thing where we have, like, a like a common sighting thing.
3: So I'm working on what I'm hoping will be sort of like a newcomer's document, yeah. kind of. Um, it's because there are certain things. And another thing is, like, we're desperately trying. I mean, myself and then... Uh, Chris B recently helped me to do um well I mean he actually did the whole one but like transcribing some of the Q&As mm-hmm. and like getting so like the murph challenge for example the, the questions were like yeah. read right off of the spreadsheet i know that they're going to be doing some pre-recorded Q&As with questions directly from the spreadsheet but the ones that have, were just sort of like fed from the spreadsheet we're trying to get those in a logged place so that will help too and hopefully like a newcomer's document will direct people to be like oh here go here for questions that have been answered so far because we do have a list and we do have like a list of questions and a list of answers we just haven't put it all together yet in one place yeah. it's so much stuff to do all of the time <laughs> um but yeah I think having a little bit it's just the community's grown really fast. Like we're yeah. over, we've got over a thousand YouTube subscribers now, which is not even reflective of like the total community. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's a lot of.
0: Yep. And I, and I did want to throw a shout out real quick to uh, Richard. Richard, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate you very much, sir. Thank you. Was very kind to of you. Um, it's so, you know, that is, and it's, it's, you know, I just want to make sure that people, cause I didn't feel that way because I'm, I'm, I jump in and I just start talking. I mean, it's just the way I am. So that's why I have a podcast, I guess. So I can talk a lot. But it's it's that thing. Then there's a lot of people that don't feel that way. They're they're more timid or whatever. And it's okay to be a lurker too. I do that. Shannon talked about the fact that she does that. When yeah, i Shannon, working...
2: Shannon, lurks, I monitor. It's
0: <laughs>
3: okay, <laughs> Mike. It's All right.
0: Good point. I love it, yeah. I'm just awesome. like hiding in the shadows. <laughs> But I do sometimes, especially when I'm working, I, I I look over there when I can, like if, you know, if I'm on the phone with a customer and I'm, you know, and I'm writing down their notes and stuff like that. But I might be watching and stuff, but I'm not typing. Uh, it's because I'm, I'm busy. I just can't. But, you know, and I do jump in there and talk when I can. So it's OK to just not talk and just watch. There's nothing wrong with that. But please don't ever feel like you're not you're not part of it because you are each and every person is. Um, And that's that's the beauty of it. So
2: and there's a lot of us. I know other people have said this, too. This is the first chat I've ever been in. I've never, never been in anybody else's chat. Um, So it was it was just just the interaction there was was um, new to me. So Mm -hmm. don't don't be afraid.
0: Yep. One thing, too, I wanted to bring up. I'm sorry. Were you going to say something about artists? Go ahead.
1: No, nah, nah, you're good. You're good.
0: Okay. Uh, was some of the different things that, like I was talking about earlier, that people bring to the table is, is some of the things that are not, um, and I, I don't know what the word for this is, but when we do the focus groups, what would you call that? The, doing the, When we do the focus group, what is there a name for that type of thing? Or
3: You mean like the field of study that would fall yeah, under, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, I consider that to be kind of in the realm of... It sort of overlaps, right? Because you're Uh talking about sort of like quantum entanglement or like stuff happening at a distance and also consciousness. Basically, where those two things cross is where I'm really interested. Um, But that's what I would call it. And I've heard people, you know, people will refer to it as pseudoscience, which is, I don't understand that terminology, really. Like, I can't fully grasp it as a a pseudoscience. Yeah, metaphysics. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we do. We have people that are really interested in that part of it, which is, I think, validating to hear Eric and Travis and the whole team, but, like, kind of promote that as well.
0: Yeah. And it's what's so cool about it, now, what I'm talking about, folks, for those of you who may not understand it completely, is occasionally we will have what's called a focus group. Um, Now, not everybody is into that sort of thing, and it's fine if you aren't. But uh, what they do is everybody will focus on a particular thing. Uh, we just had one that was taking place, was it yesterday or the day before, um, that we were trying to help with an experiment. We were doing an experiment and seeing what. And we're going to hear the results of that experiment tonight in the Q&A, and I'm really excited to hear what they have to say about that. But everybody focuses on a particular thing. Everybody's thinking about a particular thing. Everybody focus on this, and you it might go for like 10 minutes or something like that. And then we see if anything becomes of it and it's called a focus group. And that's uh, yeah, 33. We were all working on 33 um, and it went on and on, but it's, it's, we're hoping to see what the results of that were. So again, that's where I was talking about the different things bring to the table. It's not just the looking for UFOs or, or, uh, or the predator walking in his cloak, you know, walking behind skin, you know, uh, Homestead too, but it's, it's all the other aspects that uh, could be part of or the oddity, like Mike was talking about, of Skinwalker Ranch—the odd things that are going on there—and is that part of it? I think it is. I think it culminates all of those things together. So um, that's that's one of the neat things to it. Yeah, 1.6 gigahertz. I know. <laughs> but that's uh, that's also one of the one of the cool things. But uh, and again, I was going to mention too that just listening. Sometimes when I'm just listening and not uh, not saying too much in the chat uh, or I'm working and I'm listening is to be able to, uh, hear voices and, you know, I'm, I'm hearing voices in my, um,
2: Oh yeah. You, you I, gotta be careful about that though. This past weekend <laughs> I got up at O dark hundred on Saturday and was in and just kind of watching, you know, the cows are there. Yeah. And, and I have a sound system for my computer with a subwoofer and everything. And I forgot when did chores and, Came back in and I hear I'm like, oh my God.
3: The neighbor's cattle. I'm like, dude,
2: hey, your cattle, they're out. He's like, what are you talking about? They're right by the house. I'm like, what? And I go to the door. About the time I get to the door, I hear it again. I'm from the computer. I'm like, oh, that's embarrassing.
3: Oh, it's just the <laughs> online cows that I'm constantly <laughs> the online- the monitoring. cows. Yeah. Yeah, I cows, I'm so monitoring. Monitoring. Does,
1: anyone remember? Does anyone remember whenever they let out the cows and then? The little white-faced one went in the little window and Homestead, too. I was yeah, like, they
2: poked their head through, was, the, so through the
1: window. I, so I, I hadn't been on chat because I was, like, busy with clients and just, like, some other stuff and, like, with commissions. And I happened to, like, check out the live feed, and there was, like, cows. And there was one cow that was, like, just, like, peeking in the window, and I was like, oh.
3: <laughs> I know, or the raccoon that went through the yeah. Homestead door. Oh, yeah.
1: And then just sort of
3: like looked around and then crawled out the window.
1: I really enjoy watching that one was awesome. It was like just went through the door but out the window.
0: Or at night when they got the night vision cameras on, you see the Mm -hmm. eyes.
1: Just the eyes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) What was that? You guys see that? Oh, it's the raccoon. Oh, okay. So um
1: like everyone knows her as Nerf K on the chat, but I remember we were watching, it was like late at night. Um, usually I have to get up super early to do my cardio and then also to train clients. So I'm like half asleep half the time whenever I'm there late at night. And uh, I remember me and her and like a few other people were watching um, the chat and they, all of a sudden there was like we saw something go through the window and me and her were both like, what was that? <laughs> but uh yeah. I
3: did it end up being a raccoon? It
1: probably was
3: or like a deer or, or a skunk
0: or yeah. yeah. deer showing up, yeah. Yeah or, <laughs> or the predator or something.
3: <laughs> or the predator. Yeah, it's one all of those
0: things. You don't know. Dead. Yeah. Exactly. Know. Well, that and that, you know, and that's something too. One of the things it, it, for those of you who watch the television show, uh Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, you know that at the end of the or during the season, last season, season three, they documented the orb that was cruising around at Homestead outside of Homestead Two. They documented it, it was on the show, so we can talk about it all we want. But there was actually one spotted inside a homestead, too. And it was really cool. Now, um, I did talk about that a little bit when when uh, when Shannon and I were on last time. Uh, we talked about it a little bit. And I think I actually showed a, b- a piece of it. They said I could. Um, but so there are not. So sometimes, yes, we see raccoons. We see bugs, lots of bugs, birds, lots of birds. Um, but we also see an orb cruising around and come up and look at the camera and then cruise off. And these are things that we got to capture. The insiders, the people watching, got to capture this stuff. And it's really, really cool. So is it just watching nature? Yes, sometimes it is. Is it getting up in the morning and getting my coffee, sitting down at my computer and bringing up the feed and watching the sunrise over the mesa? Yes, it is, and chatting with everybody else. But is it also seeing an anomaly that might actually be something very, very significant. Yes, it can be that as well. So that's the really cool part of it. Uh, and then the interaction, like you said, also with being able to talk to the guys, um, you know, and, and like we're going to do tonight, they're going to be on tonight. They're going to do a chips and they call it the chips and salsa Q and I don't know where, I guess the first one that they, one of the first ones they did was, Oh, that was, that was, was Caleb.
3: Yeah, there was Caleb saying he emotionally eats chips and salsa and we just kind of like ran with it, I guess, cuz yeah. he's always he, once he made that comment like everything that would happen, that's that was the running <laughs> joke. And he was like, yeah. "No, I really but I really do eat chips and salsa." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay." So <laughs> now bad. it's a thing. They have to eat
1: it. Like yeah, I'm no, wondering yeah. at
3: one point it's if no. they're going to get sick of it and they're just like, "Nope, not
1: it's not That's such a thing good excuse to eat chips and salsa. <laughs> and play, <It> like <laughs> anytime Wait, see, they get back, they should be like, "Oh yeah, let's have this Q
3: and A session. We'll call it this." Yeah. I mean, they're missing a marketing opportunity too. I think oh, if they see, don't come up boy, with their own yes. line of Skinwalker salsa, <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just saying, like, there's lots oh, of room there that they that could be SWR salsa.
0: Yep.
3: I mean, like, there could be a shirt. I feel like that's just the salsa. that's like Skim salsa.
0: Yeah, just, that's my like, brain, oh.
3: though. That's where I go with this stuff.
0: Great marketing thing. I think we should do that. Yeah, and you know, and it's funny watching. Is it Eric? Eric likes the uh, the ghost pepper sauce or something like that.
3: Oh, yes, boy. him and me and Eric both. You can have I it. Joke with him that that's the deal. We're gonna have like a pepper eating contest, <laughs> and then when I win, I get to come to the ranch. <laughs>
2: Oh confident because, I, we because
3: like it. I will. I will yep. win. He won't yep. be able to tell though because it'll be remote. So I could just be eating something that's not a ghost <laughs> pepper, but it will
0: <laughs> You wouldn't cheat. I know you would
3: No, I enjoy I and it's just an
1: excuse, really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the well, last I one in- I had eaten. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Buff.
1: Listen, so I grew habanero. Well, I grew habaneros in the garden um this season
0: we thought about
1: getting ghost peppers
3: but you should (laughs) i'm all uh, just a huge fan of it i grew up my dad had me eating like jalapenos when i was itty bitty i don't even think i have taste buds anymore to be honest like
0: that's the key
3: like you literally burn away your taste buds and then you're golden yeah yeah so
0: no no, that's not for me. but anyway, so they the guys do that and they uh, they enjoy it and, and it's it's a great interaction time between them and all of us uh, that if you and, it, and it's taped. So if you didn't get to be there for the live, you get to watch the, the recording of it and they're all there. so we get to you know roll down through them. Um, here I'm gonna I'm gonna flip this back over for a second and show you guys really quick on the website. Um, this is it here. Uh, and as you go down, see there's one of them. That that was the last one. That's the see so you here. The team chips and salsa episode number four. And there they are. They're all sitting around and you see they're looking at the big screen and they're watching the chat go by. And they do their best. They really do their best to talk to us and to answer your questions, but there's just so many. Um insiders yeah, they're captured interesting They're What's so that? funny. They're
1: so funny. They're funny.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The Murph Challenge uh, one. Yep. I mean, there's just a, there's just so much to do. Oh, there's there's Lucy, and Christina mm-hmm. Gomez. So there's there is truly a lot to do there, and it, it has become a, a really cool little uh a group. Um, so one of the things too is like I was talking about earlier about the different things coming to the table. Um, like I said, I was talking about Eric and the fact that he may at some point start to incorporate some. I mean, we are working with them. Right now helping them out with stuff but he may incorporate some people to come into their backgrounds and and so you never know where this can go um there is going to be an opportunity to uh do a meet and greet with the guys and i wanted to bring up the Phenomicon. now the Phenomicon is happening in vernal utah that's happening on uh september 8th 9th 10th and 11th that's a thursday through sunday um it's in vernal utah just very close to skinwalker ranch i will be there um, and I'm just, I'm so looking forward to this. Um, are any of you getting, uh, you going to be able to Mike or Shannon or Buff, are you going to be able to go to Phenomenon?
1: I really wanted to, but I feel like if I were to go, it'd probably be next year. That would probably make the most sense. Mm-hmm. But I also um, wanted to have a booth there. I feel like that would oh be wow.
0: pretty cool. Yeah, it would.
1: To have like some of like my artwork there and stuff. Mm-hmm.
3: I will be imagining that I'm there.
0: <laughs> I'll
3: be heading my own focus group to remote view. Now, there you go. All
0: right. That's awesome. um,
3: I think that they are trying to arrange something for people that are insiders that cannot go. Um, I really wish that I was going. As of this moment, yeah. I am not, though. Yep. And it looks like James Keenan is in here and he'll be there. And speak. Ah, fantastic. Speaking. Nice. Well, I will
0: definitely be there. And I'm looking forward yeah. to meeting any of the insiders or anybody that's uh, within sound of my voice that would like to meet me. I, I don't know how you're going to you know, see my face, so you can recognize me in a crowd, I suppose. But um, I will be there. I'll be wearing – I actually get to uh, – I got a press pass to to, to uh, for the event, so that's really cool. And I want to meet as many of you guys as I can. Now, I with the limitations, I'm hoping they are okay with me doing this. I will be doing some live feeds uh, from there um it probably won't be involving if i can get thomas over to the side or eric over to the side and and join me for a moment will i'll do that um but i'm going to do my best to try to do a few live streams from the uh Phenomicon and uh and but i really would like to meet you guys and uh you know anybody that can come and be there too so i really hope that a lot of you uh, take the chance to come out there oh kathy said yes so if, if you get an opportunity, please uh, look for me there and I'll, uh, I don't know what any of you guys, except you for you three, <laughs> what you look like, but, um, you know, seriously, if you, if you get a chance, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, even the Bigfoot, uh, folks will be there and I'm kind of, I'm still on the fence about Bigfoot, but I'm, I want to meet them and I want to interview them if I can. And of course I'll be sharing all of this, uh, on the, um, on my uh, YouTube channel I'll be sharing all that I record while I'm there on the YouTube channel so I really hope that you guys can come to it that's again September 8th 9th 10th and 11th it's in Vernal Utah which like I said is very close to Skinwalker Ranch um and it's a 4-day event and I'm really really looking forward to meeting the guys uh in person uh, and uh, and attending that so um what else what else you guys want to talk about we're going to wrap it up here pretty soon but let's you know, what else you have
3: I have to remember to wish people happy birthday. Oh, Diana Haney. I think I'm saying that correctly. (laughs) I believe that's her. It's her birthday today. So happy birthday. I can see her in the chat. Uh, And I feel like there was somebody else's birthday today as well. But I don't remember who that person was. Uh Because they didn't mention it directly to me. I think I saw it in passing and I wasn't sure if it was. Oh, CC cc's birthday
0: as well here we go all oh. right oh i took it off for you there it is
3: oh my gosh no that's not even it i'm doing a terrible job here we go there
0: we <laughs> right go there. happy birthday okay. cc happy happy birthday.
3: Birthday.
0: i'm not going to sing so you know that's uh I, you don't want to hear that so uh we'll, we'll just keep <laughs> yeah Um uh-huh. uh, somebody mentioned uh where are you going to park the rv well i'm going to be at one of the campgrounds uh just outside of vernal Um, I, I actually think that they are going to be doing a, um, an event there. Uh, there's going to be some kind of a nighttime event at the, uh, campground that I'm going to be at. Um, and that's going to be really cool. Uh, I'll have a campfire going there in the evenings unless, uh, you know, unless I, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on, a lot of VP this and that, and the other stuff happening that I'm going to be attending. So I don't know how much time I'll be spending at the, uh, at the RV park. Hopefully not much. Uh, I want to be uh you know at the Phenomicon or any of the events that are happening as much as I can so um, but I really hope to meet some of you folks there so as we get closer I'll talk about that
2: do take time though to go to the Nakonki ranch on the yes. on the north side of town okay uh we almost got heat stroke when we were there because it's hard to stop every every corner you you go around there's more petroglyphs yeah um we just kept going and kept going and then we so went back cool. the other direction you can head you know another um another maybe quarter mile down the road there's a whole bunch more down that way um really really impressive stuff um neat to see so take some time out and go see that
0: now is that is that open to the public or is that you have to yep. it is yep oh, wow. they,
2: they had the show was there uh in season mm-hmm. three Right, um, they went to see so yeah it's it's open
0: wow that's definitely that is going to be a, a must do i have to see that for sure i wanted to stay at bottle bottle hollow campground um bottle hollow uh head I, I have trouble saying that for some reason um but they have a campground and i've heard that it is a lot of strange things happen there too so i really wanted to stay there i want to i'm gonna i'm planning on putting like uh um trail cams all around my rv so that if anything happens i'm gonna capture i'm gonna have cameras going all the time so if anything happens at night while i'm sleeping i want to record it remember when travis said he was sleeping that one night and something came up and like boom and hit his rv he's got the fifth wheel yeah. park that would freak me out i mean yeah, i would, imagine if you were
1: sleeping, you're sleeping you like oh
0: <laughs> yeah to hear and see something like that that would that would uh but, you know, I, you got to jump up like he did. He ran outside to go see what it was and, of course, didn't see anything, I guess. But, uh, yeah. But if he
3: had, I, had those cameras, maybe.
0: Yeah. See? Yeah.
3: You know.
0: So. I know. It's good
3: thinking. That's dedication setting up those cameras around your RV You <laughs> might catch some <laughs> other things if it's in an RV
0: park, too. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> things you probably don't want to. You, you never You're like, know. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> deleting that. You know, Put that in
1: the outtakes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely.
2: That's what we need is a blooper reel for Skinwalker.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to oh, see the blooper sure.
2: reel from that guy's. Oh. Yeah. What I hear oh, is sorry.
3: just about oh, cursing. I think probably. called <laughs> <laughs> <It's just>, <laughs> awesome beeps. Yeah. <laughs> it's just beeps.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, oh, real quick. What do you guys think of some of the? What was your favorite experiment that they? Uh, you know, we're I. You know, uh, that they've done on the on the ranch. What's your favorite experiment? So, Shannon, we'll start with you. i
3: I think mine's a classic one though i hear this all the time but i think the rabbi one
0: i'm very interested in like the
3: you know whether it's the vibration of the actual chant or if it's the words or it's whatever um yeah i i think that's the most fascinating one to me i love i mean i enjoy all the like very hard fast science ones uh when we're talking about like rockets and things like that that are very just like it's hard and fast science but the rabbi one was really fascinating so i think that one probably
0: mike what do you think what was your favorite experiment they've done so far
2: um you know it's it's not it's not an experiment it's their voices getting broadcast over that 1.6 yes yes and and it was on your show interviewing thomas and eric where we got the rest of the story Uh they talked about that later on too but um to hear that that happened a second time the same night as the the telescope incident Uh um where their voices got broadcast again but this time eric was there and he had all electronics shut off their voices still were broadcast then they had some of the crew come in their voices were not broadcast right only the guys on the ranch that were there all the time, only their voices were being broadcast next to each other. Mm-hmm. That is not technology I'm aware of. That's that's the type of stuff that keeps me coming back, wanting to see what they figure out. Is there something we can help with? Um, because that's that can't be done with the science that I know. Maybe right. maybe Dr. Taylor knows better or Eric knows better. I, I don't know, but they didn't have an answer for it yet
0: right what do you think buff artist what's your favorite experiment they've done
1: so i have a couple um i really like the one that shannon was talking about with the rabbi i thought that was Mm -hmm. cool and i liked that it could be repeated with just like the recording Mm -hmm. and then i also like it wasn't really an ex i don't think it was really an experiment i think it was just something that like was just happenstance while they were doing another experiment but the The one where the helicopter, they were in the helicopter and then something was like under them.
0: Yes. Yeah. It was like altimeter was telling them they were 40 feet off the ground. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then, um, well, I don't like when they use animal. I I understand why they use animals for experiments, but like, I was really happy to hear that the alpacas were fine. Yes. Yeah.
0: A lot of people have asked (laughs) about them. Yep
3: the yeah. helicopter experiment always makes me want to be like why hasn't somebody jumped out of it yet
0: like uh, so we need to
3: skydive over yeah. the area is that not <laughs> all- I I
0: through the anomaly yep
3: like a hundred percent i'm like come on just like somebody's got to
1: just do it just so like so <laughs> it's if boring. i can go there i will volunteer to jump out of the, the helicopter <laughs> you gotta good. carry
0: a bag of flour <laughs>
1: yeah yeah a bag of flour and
3: yourself and just like tear it open and jump yeah as you're coming down you tear it open and it'll get we all we can both here. do okay. it out of each side of the helicopter we'll have yes. it covered shannon okay. i, a I will mess. Have the flour bags and then they'll have to rewrite all of their disclaimers for the ranch after the disaster we display for everyone.
2: Oh,
0: yes. I'll monitor all that from the ground.
3: <laughs> That's good. very good. I'm not doing that.
0: I'll be watching it on the feed. So, you know, yeah.
3: That, yeah. Everyone just watches it unfold in
1: real time. <laughs> it's <just> like, Goodbye. <laughs> we can oh, wave to goodness. people in the chat.
0: Yeah, as you're coming down gracefully,
3: I feel like yeah. this is enough to make sure that they never allow us to go to the ranch. Yeah, <laughs> just wrote that right you're now, like, I, I that. don't know about them, yeah. uh, they probably shouldn't come bungee
0: jump on it. That's, that's, that's bungee jump, jump
3: you just bounce yeah. off, maybe though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> then you hit the underside like,
3: of the helicopter, that's like cool. the yeah. <laughs>
0: When they were throwing the bottles out of the helicopter and the one like bounced off of something and went yeah. off off at a you know at a more than a 45 degree angle but like what was that all about something definitely was was in the way i think one of my favorite uh well i i love the rocket stuff of course because you know what guy doesn't like rockets uh shooting rockets off um but was the was the after effect like like buff like you were saying Uh, It wasn't actually an experiment. It was what happened because of the experiment was the, when they were looking at the camera, when they called Brandon in the night that the one big rocket, the big gigantuan one, they had, they exploded. Um, And then Eric called Travis and said, grab Brandon and come in here. And then they were looking at that anomaly in the sky that was going towards the, uh, they had the, uh, the laser beams coming to a point and they had the anomaly in the sky that was coming along and then just disappeared. It just faded so, into something. I James. I am so intrigued by that.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know James. what in the heck that was, but it was crazy. I'm sorry, Mike, were you going to say something? Oh. I think that was Bob. James
1: Keenan just had a, Yeah, James Keenan just had a question or he had a comment. He was like, "The most important people are forgetting about the most i think the most important thing people are forgetting about is the pulsing plasma in the sky mm. you all should question this more ask the right questions to the team
0: oh ah, okay is that the orion... i do
1: remember that but the
0: orion flash the
3: orion thing i think yeah. right because they talked to was Spirit. that in
1: like was that in one of the seasons Yep.
3: yeah but then eric also talked to us about how it lasted right like much yeah. longer than what was, was shown three on days. television it was like three days yeah. so it's so even know. the stuff that we're seeing that's wild is far more wild than we even realized yeah. it was
1: no. i have not seen any of season three i saw oh, well, season
3: my. one and two yeah oh. season three is
2: where everything happens that's <laughs> well, like have, starts going we, off the rails
3: we also have a bunch three. of people from overseas that haven't seen it oh, either because it's, yeah. Yeah. it's winter there, so it's yeah. they're still going it like they don't get it for a few months. Like a, a all of our Australian insiders, at least, yeah. I right know.
0: Yep, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's unfortunate yeah. too because here we are all talking about it, and that's one of the things when I do my show because I recap every episode uh, of this of the seasons. And uh, when I I do them on uh, Tuesday nights and a lot of people like the folks in Canada, they don't watch it. I actually, they're delayed even more. So, but I get, I'm talking about it before they have a chance to even see it. And I hate that for that fact, but then again, you know, I want to get it out there and and talk about it. So it's still fresh in in those who have seen it and fresh in their minds. And I, we kind of dig into some of the little bit more of the nuances of the, of the experiments, but as Mike, as you had mentioned before, They film hours and hours and hours and hours of stuff going on. And then we get to see such a very small, like I think Thomas uh, Winterton said, like 1% of the actual filming is what we get to see. And unfortunately, and fortunate both on the same side, Prometheus is the production company and they sell it. Of course, they do it for the History Channel. But they make the final decision, I think, of what's in the show. So many of the experiments and things that they've done, people are always asking the question, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? Well, they probably have done this or that. And we just didn't get to see it because it wasn't aired. And that's something that Thomas, you know, talks about quite a bit. So unfortunate, but um, hopefully someday uh, we will get to uh, 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 to get to an answer on some of that too. So um, some of those things, we might get to see them. Okay. One last question around for each of you. And uh, Mike, we'll start with you on this one what do you think is causing all the weirdness all the odd <laughs> do you have a do you have a theory of what? a mike?
3: real simple question mike but, no, no, you don't have to <laughs> seriously
2: <do you> <laughs> oh my Yeah,
0: uh, you, you,
2: you know so so uh, again season three I, i'm not I, i'll try not to spoil it any worse than i already have but to me, season three, and I, I know Eric is always big on uh, correlation is not causation, mm-hmm. but, and and I know even Brandon Fugles brought this up too. At some point, there are so many incidences where it's it's a correlation. You have those, and in season three, you saw your what you see is, in my opinion, the beginning of a trend towards clear intent something is is happening to try and and block or prevent things from happening yes and and it's all focused around you know one one area and to me that that that's why if if um i was talking to my my sister um about the show she wasn't wasn't aware of it. And I, I had her start on season three and then go back and watch season one and season two, because to me, season three is where they you really start to see um, some things happen that, that you haven't seen before in season one and two things happen, but they seem a bit more random. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they try to do an experiment and something odd will happen. Um, But in season three, every time they try to do something and and it will happen repeatedly, um the UAPX thing that happened repeatedly all the same night. Um, and and just intent towards stopping what's happening from happening, um, so that the experiment can't progress. Right. To me, that's the most interesting and most eye-opening. What that is, I would love to find out. Yep. So I'm gonna stay tuned.
0: Yeah, exactly. What do you think, Buff Artist? What's uh do you think do you have a theory on what's causing all this stuff so i have
1: like i feel like it's a mix of a ton of different things um i feel like there's probably something magnetic happening um because i want to say it was actually i saw a james keenan video where there's like a whole bunch of like power lines um i think it was like either carl the crusher or james keenan or like maybe one of them was featured on somebody's youtube video or something but um so there's like a bunch of like transformers that just like align the ridge and i feel like that kind of comes into play a little bit um yeah he just commented um and he said that one whenever i was i think it was like carl the crusher both of them said that whenever you walk towards these transformers you actually feel like a physical effect from like the electromagnetic stuff happening Mm -hmm. there um and so I feel like that could potentially like, um, affect things. Like, I don't know how close in proximity the Ridge is to other things, but maybe that's playing into effect. I also think that maybe there's, um, some, cause get like, I see, I've seen things about like portals and stuff, especially like on the, on the show they've alluded to something like that. So yep. I feel like maybe there's just, um, Certain aspects of that that science is kind of looking into, like with like the god particle and stuff, and you know, uh-huh. um, that type of thing. Like, maybe there's uh, some type of maybe interdimensional thing going on. Um, and then I know in the past there's been like government projects too, and so I think there's like maybe, maybe there's like to a degree, there's like some type of government thing happening. Um, um, cause I know that they've said that there's, I remember someone saying something on the chat once, like one of the team members saying something about there potentially being like certain government activity, activity going on. Um, and then I also think that maybe it's something else like, um, like interdimensional stuff. I
0: can't really say for sure because we don't. Really- well, none of us can, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah,
2: but but yeah. some of that magnetic interference Eric's been able to reproduce. If you heard his first time on the ranch and the the effects that he had on his his phone, he was able to reproduce that with a with a super powerful magnet uh, later on. So we know that there's definitely some uh, magnetism issues and and EMF, but it's transient right? It doesn't happen. Yeah. It's not it's not constant. Right. That's the thing that drives me crazy. I've got 25 years of troubleshooting experience, but in a controlled environment, one, Skin Rock Ranch is not controlled. It's out on the well. elements. But yep. Two, the worst thing you can have in troubleshooting is a problem that fixes itself because then it's gone and you can't, you can't mm-hmm. troubleshoot anymore. You got to wait for something to happen again. So, um, Magnetism, especially around homestead too.
1: But then I also think about things like the hitchhiker effect. Yes. And I'm like, well, then what causes that? Because it also seems like that's why I really want to do an experiment where I will one thousand percent volunteer for this. But <laughs> so, like, I wonder, like, because, like, I know George Knapp had this thing where he took random objects from the ranch home, like rocks and stuff,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: trying to, like, you know, trigger something. But it's like there's you know of the people we know who have directly been on the ranch they all almost all of them report having like something happen um but i also wonder like what causes that like what what makes some people have different experiences versus others and then also like if we can potentially create an experiment with willing participants um where maybe like we take rocks or something home from different parts of the ranch to see if maybe things happening like that's on one side of the ranch versus the other cause different things.
0: Right, that's cool. That's very interesting. Shannon, what do you think? You're How up. about
3: you? How about you uh, go next? Okay, all
0: right, I'll go next. Um, I think one of the things, and this is something when I had when I had uh, Thomas Winterton on the show. Uh, This was last season. Thomas came on the show and he and I were talking. And one of the questions I asked him was that I had got, I looked into, I got thinking about the fact that they call it a basin, the Uintah basin. And the fact that it is somewhat of a a bowl, a dish. And what caused that? I thought, man, what would cause something like that? And I thought an asteroid hitting the earth way back in the years and years and years ago, an asteroid hitting the earth. So I, I, you know, and they're guessing you know, kind of, they know where some have hit for sure, but they're, you know, and so I looked up, I said, you know, impact, uh, crater, you know, in, around the world. And sure enough, there was one that they think happened right there in the Uintah basin. So I mentioned that to Thomas and I said, what do you think? Do you think it's possible that it did happen there? Uh, you know, uh, an asteroid impact and it left something behind that is now covered up in a lot of dirt, uh, over the thousands of years since it happened and he said yes he felt that too and he said that's one of the things that say yes there are things that happen uh, outside of skinwalker it's not held in by the fence to skinwalker ranch but yet on the same token it i mean things happen all around that entire basin but yet it seems to be concentrated right there around the ranch so is it possible that an asteroid impact has less some, left something behind that is now causing all kinds of craziness with their compasses and things like that i think that plays into it but why do the ufos show up there why are there so many going there and spotted there over most any place else in the world there are other ufo hotspots, but skinwalker ranch area is definitely one of them so something is create having them come there or creating them is it they're getting some sort of a power from that? Are they able to slip in and out of these portals? Is it, and it does it have something to do with the impact crater or is it two separate things? I don't know. That's where I'm kind of leading to that. Something was left behind by an impact and it's causing other things to happen because of it. Remember when they drilled into the ground and all of a sudden their compasses are pointing at the drill rather than pointing towards the North. What in the world would cause something like that? Right? So there you go. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. It was an impact crater that left something behind. It's deep underground now. Um, but why are the UFOs showing up there? And why all this strangeness? Is it because of that? That's that's kind of where I'm at with it.
1: I kind of wondered about that, too, like with a meteor. And then with the the meteor that just landed. Mm-hmm. So it seems like that's like a trajectory that meteors tend to follow is um, landing in that area of the mm-hmm. Uita Basin um which i feel like it would be really cool if the meteor landed around that area too
0: (laughs) yep without hurting anybody of course yeah
1: yeah without hurting anybody (laughs) like in in a field
0: yeah exactly
1: but um but yeah i've always wanted i like and before the the show happened i was actually shocked that they revealed that they found like um that material that on the show, I think it was like the second season or something where they found the material in the mesa mm-hmm. or around the triangle or wherever they found that. Um
0: oh that was, black the black yeah, rock yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 yep.
1: I was I was like surprised that they found It's like one one of the random thoughts that like pops in my mind um whenever I think about the ranch before I saw the show was like I wonder if there's like something buried out there.
0: Iridium. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But so do you think
3: that something was on the meteor or do you think that one of the things that Mike knows this, because I'm a nerd and I, I like to write physicists and things, um, is the idea, and this isn't like my whole thought process on this, I'm just curious when you're mentioning mentioning the meteor, uh, having an impact made that actually causes something to happen that create something like, for example, quasi-crystals that like we saw at the Trinity site um, later on in small samples because of the radio tower. It was literally just the radio tower that when it was impacted by the you know the bomb that they had set off, that because of the material that was in the radio tower, that actually created quasi-crystals from it. Mm-hmm. And I know that they've done they've, they have visited some meteor sites and they're starting to find small amounts that have occurred on earth. Uh, Otherwise they've been off planet essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you think it's something like that? Or are you saying that you think it was riding on the meteor and it got thrown into the basin?
0: My initial thought was that it was, it was the makeup of the meteor itself that hit the ground and left behind some kind of materials that have, uh, you know, they may have been magnetic or they may have had something, you know, kind of property, maybe something that we don't completely understand yet. Um, I think that, but you're, what you're saying there is I hadn't really considered that, you know, are you thinking like a life form or are you thinking just some sort of, no,
3: I'm just like, so quasi crystals are not something that it's a new, not a new, but it's a form of crystal that we can use for, all sorts of things that we haven't been able to because it hasn't it doesn't naturally occur on earth um that we've found. Now we know what to look for. So um I think his name is Paul Steinbrecht. I could be butchering his last name, but he's at uh he works I I know he's he's basically written a bunch of work on this subject and he was part of the team that discovered the quasi crystals at the test site at Trinity at the Trinity site. Um, And I just think that there, I mean, there's a ton of possibilities just based off of that. And it had to do with the impact mixed with uh, like the impact of the bomb going off and in other places, meteors mixed with the naturally occurring uh, material that's in the earth. And I think that it's interesting that like while Gilsonite by itself is not especially impressive, the fact that it's so explosive in nature and it's it's so easily like able to blow up um, thinking about it, having the ability to be down there with a bunch of other naturally occurring things. It's just something I've thought about in terms of like what could act as a, a type of superconductor for a magnetic you know, like to that would interfere with electronics and things. And then for the other stuff, I agree with you, buff artist. Um, sorry, it's very hard to call you that., uh, <laughs> um, I think it's a it's like a perfect storm almost. Like it, I think there's a lot of stuff at at play. And I also, I think the thing I think most about is less how it's happening. It's more of why we want to know about it if it doesn't want us to. Like, that's my main thing that I think I probably think about most often is like, I I think it's important for me, at least, to never feel like I'm entitled to any kind of information that might not be beneficial to humankind. It might not be something that we should know. What if we um, open up that even walk. though my curiosity <laughs> tells me like, yeah, you want to know, like just figure it out. We'll be fine. We'll it's human work it nature. Out. We gotta know. It's human nature. Of course we can know. But like that, I think it's really for me, it's really interesting to think about the consciousness aspect of it because that's like regardless of the technology behind it, mm-hmm. why is it that it's acting however way it is? Um with the people that are interacting with it. And again, why are some people injured in certain ways that others are not? And um, you know, what does that mean? Like it, if it is sentient, if it is a way of like, if, it, if they can, t- if it it can have any type of connection to a human being in that way, why is it some people that it's having a bigger impact on them than others? And is there a biology behind that then? Like, are some people physiologically programmed to be more susceptible to certain things so
0: i think that i have true. i think they are
3: yeah i mean i literally have no idea i don't think any of us really know but i, th- I think it's a combination of a lot of things right. i think right. it's probably it's probably because of the human interest in that area now too like the amount of energy that's being even just put into it and the amount of we can handle the truth not everybody can though, man. Not everybody. We can. <laughs> can. You you can. We you can. can we'll just can. we'll make the executive decision that we can, but not everybody can. Yeah. Um. I don't want to be in charge of that one. Uh. So I think everything that all of you have said, I agree with completely. I don't yeah. know.
2: I think it's a. I think it's a convergence for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's so many. I mean, from the, the materials that you're talking about. Um, the, the ones that you referenced, Buff, and then the stuff that they pulled out in Season 3, mm-hmm. those are very rare materials. They know that those don't just happen on their own. Um, so, so yeah, an, an asteroid coming in, um, giving different, uh, different elements that aren't normally in that area, um, combined with maybe some other factors. Yep. You, know, you brought up the power lines, um, things like that. Uh, there's other things that are affecting all of that.
0: And the history, and it goes back many, many, many years. I mean, this didn't all start happening in 1950 on. This has gone back to the Ute tribes and the Navajo tribes have seen things going Mm -hmm. on. And that's where you come in, Buff, you know, talking about the culture. Uh, and, and, you know, there's a, a good, uh, friend of mine that is out there. He went to the ranch next door to Skinwalker Ranch. And again, I'm going to start wrapping this up here, but he went to the ranch next door to Skinwalker Ranch. Rather than going there with scientific instruments, he went there and talked to the people. Mm-hmm. They're going to come out with a, a, and they talked to a lot of people and they investigated a lot of weird things out there. Um, and he is going to they're putting together a documentary. His name is Christian Roper. Uh, and he is, uh, there's a, uh, a website or a YouTube channel called, called the confessionals and that's the confessionals. And they had talk about a lot of different things, uh, related to that. And they're going to be coming out with this documentary that Christian's working on, cons- you know, to the ranch next to Skinwalker Ranch. And it's a different take on everything, um, but working with the people rather than, um, more the scientific stuff so really looking forward to that and i'm going to be uh working with him a little bit when i go out there uh next month or at the end of this month i'm heading out there so i tell you it, you know we've had a, a great discussion tonight and i, I gotta tell you that there's so much that is yet to be discovered and i think that the guys are on the right track and now they have our help <laughs> um so that we can help them try to, to get some answers to all of this and i think that's a uh that's a wonderful thing for us that we get to participate in this uh folks i wanted to mention too that i do have in the description below uh on the uh, youtube channel here uh there is a link that you can do if you'd like to check it out there is a, it is a paid membership to be part of to be an insider and to be part of this website it is a paid membership they do have a free trial is that is that like two weeks? do you know what how long the free a trial week. Is?
3: it's 7 days it's
0: a you're right. You get to find uh, what is going on and, get, and then see So it's in the description. And if you want to as it out, you really should, if you haven't done it already, check it out and see what you think of it and, and say something, say hi to us in the chat, uh, and make sure that uh, you don't feel left out because that's a very, very important thing that we don't, uh, that nobody feels left out in the, in the chat. It's really, uh, I'm getting a text here, and I'm trying to see. Oh, cutting out badly. Okay. It yeah, we didn't I hear
3: anything you said. We're just like, oh. it. it was like in and out, and then it was like, check yeah. it out if you're interested. We'll oh,
0: everybody okay. knows now. There's a link in the description. <laughs> uh, in the description of the show, it's worth every penny. It's it is. Agreed. It's worth every penny. But you get a you get a free trial. You get to check it out and see if you like it, and then go from there. So check out that link. Click on it. it takes you there, and you get to talk to us. Come out and talk to us tonight. Do it tonight because there's chips and salsa Q&A Yeah. Or maybe, maybe it may not is. happen. <laughs> I
3: don't know. We still don't, we we don't have a confirmation and on we're it. We're going to wrap
0: it up because I'm going to go watch this. <laughs> I
3: think there's thunder above me. Sorry. I don't know yeah, I, right I know. But... I
0: just saw something, too, here happening outside. Any last thoughts or comments, guys? Other
3: Thank than- you. Thanks,
2: thanks for having
0: thanks us. Thanks for having us oh, on. Man. This and... has been fascinating. And you know what? We're going to do this again. I'm going to do this again in September. And I'm we're gonna we're gonna reach out and pick a few more insiders. We're gonna put it out and ask who wants to come on. So be thinking about it if you want to come on the show and talk about being an insider and your thoughts. And we'll do the same kind of thing. I, I would love to have some more. John Edwards is going to be joining me for the next one. He is my regular co-host. We got a show. We call it. It's called the Beyond Our World. Uh, we talk yeah. about all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, in their uh, out-of-body experiences, all kinds of things. That- I want to go on
3: that one with you. All right.
0: We're going to bring you on for sure. Oh,
1: can we do that one?
0: Can yes. we do that
3: one? <laughs> Look, yes. we're already making
0: ourselves <laughs> available for your guest list.
3: Yes. That's awesome. last time I didn't know I was going to be on the podcast and this time I'm telling you, please let me on that one. <laughs> okay. Let me come there and talk. Okay. Yeah.
0: But, I'll, no, do I'll do that one. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well we had, you know, Shannon, real quick. I, I know I'm trying to wrap it up and I always do this. I talk too much after I say that, but you know, you and I, we talk about the collective, we talk about the focusing, and we talk about the things that we and I, you and I, after the show last time we're sitting around mm-hmm. talking about some very specific things very there was specific a Q&A a right after it
3: yeah and-, and it was like travis pretty much quoted us our yes, conversation it, everything we it said. was so bizarre we were so it was so specific in what we were talking about and then it was immediately after travis like literally said some of the exact like the same wording yes. uh, it, it was
0: blew me away i was like yeah, it was oh, crazy God.
3: it was awesome you it's, and i were, were talking to each other to you.
0: can you believe we're we're like, how did you know how did he know? And he didn't watch the show. He was busy filming. So, yeah, yeah. anyway, uh, that's the collective. That's that focusing and getting it yeah. all together. All right. Well, thank you guys so very, very much for being on the show tonight. I really appreciate you and all the people that have joined us. Man, we had a huge crowd, the biggest crowd we've ever had uh, on a live show yet. I really appreciate you all coming. And again, don't forget that link down in the description below. Click on that link, come check it out. Be there for the QA tonight. Bring your chips and salsa and your beverage of your choice. And join in with us. Again, thank you, guys. Catch you guys all next time. We got some neat shows coming up. Uh, let's see. We got a couple. Aaron Taylor. This is Oak Island stuff. We got Dr. Aaron Taylor coming up next Wednesday. That's at seven uh, 6.30 Eastern time on Wednesday. And then we got Christopher Morford and Colerian Mole coming on on Saturday at 2 p.m. That's on the 27th. So be here for that. You guys have a great rest of your week. And hopefully we'll see you here in a few minutes for the Q&A, the chips and salsa Q&A. Thank you guys very much. Everyone have a great rest of your night. We'll catch you next time right here on the JFree906 channel. All right. Bye-bye now.